Welcome to the Founder Friday podcast series from Canopy, where we interview inspiring entrepreneurs and innovators about their experiences and seek to find out what makes them tick. This series was recorded live as a webinar and then converted into a podcast so we can all enjoy it away from our screens. All right, let's dive into this episode. Here we are live and unleashed uh, at a different time to that which published if you just realized that there's been a problem with the calendar. So apologies to anybody who was scheduled to look at this at two o'clock today and here we are at one o'clock doing our thing. Um, so, you know, but it's great to kind of have Mariana here and to capture a little bit of her story and everything. So say hello to everybody, Mariana. Hi there. How are you? We're good. We're good. So glad to have you here. And I know you've watched some of these Founder Fridays and stuff before, but you know, the whole essence of these things is trying to regularly capture founder stories and insights and really what makes people crazy enough, idiotic enough to be a founder of a startup and go through all this stuff. So it's wonderful to kind of get your insights on this and, and your story. Um, for those people that maybe don't know you, whoever they are, I don't know, certainly not the Portuguese market, you know, who's watching this today, but you know, why don't you say a little bit of um, what sparked is and, and your journey so far and then we'll start to ask some more questions okay so before uh, sparkle i used to work for l'oreal as a digital marketing director uh, this gave me some experience and unfair advantage and deep insights into the beauty market and it was while working there that i spotted an opportunity and a gap so in 2016 i left the company and started working this idea. Uh, at the same time, uh, one of my best friends um, was also quitting her job and she was looking for something new and fresh. And at a party, I, I think, at her place, I shared the idea with her and she immediately, she immediately said, I like it and I totally understand it. So let's, let's do it. Uh, so now we are two female founders. Uh, Sparkle does what Uber and Deliveroo do for uh, with, with food, but we do with beauty services. So we deliver beauty services at your doorstep. doorstep. Uh, more. We started in 2017. Uh, we started then connecting beauty professionals to clients and keeping a fee on each percentage. Started with nails. Then we developed, we, we, it, it had to go for hairstyle, makeup, waxing, massages, because uh, people want everything at, at home. They don't want only nails. And what can I say more about Sparkle? Like we are 70% B2C, but we also work as a B2B as an, and as a B2B2C in hotels, events, corporate events, blah, blah, blah bridal thing and I think it, it is that we had a huge opportunity because we had we were the we had the advantage of being the first movers in Portugal uh, obviously as any other startup um, this helped a lot so I, I guess it's this about Sparkle so, so take us back to the beginning right so there's you and Felipe you and a good friend you are both in like corporate jobs, doing other things. You're both married. Philippe's got kids going on as well. Like, can you make a decision to go into a startup? Now, that's a pretty scary decision for a lot of people, but with the kind of things that you've got going on around you right there, very scary. So how did you both make the leap of faith? I think we are both emotional a lot. Although we are different, uh, we are still both very emotional and it was we didn't think about it we didn't it wasn't very rational it was just we knew there was an opportunity in the market and we've seen this happening in in more developed countries such as the US or UK in terms of beauty penetration when i say more developed countries it's in regards uh, beauty beauty penetration and beauty habits um, so we thought it was an opportunity in portugal we were going through a really great phase in terms, economically speaking, um, very positive with, with a lot of tourism. So it was the right, it was the right moment to do it. Um, but these, these are all like really rational things that you're talking about there. But, but you say it, 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 it was. We felt it. I don't know. We felt it. It was like we 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 felt it. We had to do it at the moment. And, it was and 
I mean, that relationship with Philippe, obviously, you know, I know you both and see you together and, you know, I really respect and admire that relationship that you've had through all the good times and the bad times. But going into business with your best friend, was that not like super scary? You know, I could lose everything in this one moment, the business and the relationship and all that kind of stuff, or did it not even feature? You know, Philippe talked a lot about that. I didn't. I was like, come on, we, we are friends since we are 15 years old. I was seeing a picture because she, it's her birthday in, on Monday. And I was looking at a picture. Um, we, were, we are really tiny. I wanted to show you this. Uh, and we, we just work as sisters. I don't know. Sometimes we fight. Sometimes we, we hug. Sometimes we cry. But at the end, the good thing that happened over and over is that if we have a fight in the office, it stays in the office. Afterwards, we can go and have drinks, we have fun, we go have dinner, we go, we, we travel together, we go out. I don't know, it's, it's crazy. It's kind of, we totally, and now, and the, the really tough part is one we can develop further, but um, was when I decided that I had, that I was starting being toxic for Sparkle uh, by the end of last year. And I decided I had to, to have the... To look for a job, I wanted to keep Sparkle. I still believe in Sparkle. I'm working twice as much that I was working before. Um, that that was the crazy part and the, the breaking point where I thought we would maybe we would um, lose our friendship. But then again, you know, the other day, I don't know, Flippa called me uh, and she said, "I miss you so much. We need to to be together." Or like I have friends calling me saying saying this, and and I miss also my friends. And it is great to feel that everything is still okay, and we always manage and find we find a way to work together, one way or another. It works out. So it's it's kind of like a marriage. You know, you have to invest in, in every relationship. You have to invest, right? Uh, for me and Flipa, we have invested so much in each other. In, in, in difficult moments that life has, even before Sparkle, Philippa lost her, lost her father. I'm really, I'm a really protective person. So when that happens, I was always there. Um, and I've been there and she's been there for me in the, in the tough times. So I think there's nothing can break that can break this relationship. And we, we think, although we are complementary, um, we and we do we are really different um and, and we have different personalities she's more shy i i'm shy as well but it's different i don't know she's more she's more detailed i'm not we are we complement each other uh, it's not compliment it's uh how do you say it uh yeah compliment is uh, yeah. It's a good word yeah um at the end it's it's a bond that cannot be break, broken We've we've learned that it's it's we think we we think alike when when it regards money. So we are not um, like I I won't risk I won't I won't ask for a loan. She won't ask for a loan as well. It's kind of, we are here because our our business is cash flow positive always, and that is one good thing because I I think I couldn't be with a person that risks too much. Uh, I see other startups doing it, like it's tasty, or they risk a lot. They have moments where they have debt. They had debts of uh, four thousand euros or more, uh, four hundred thousand euros or more. I would, I couldn't do that. It's like no, and Felipe is the same. So I think in in a way, we are, they're fine. It's a really, it's a really interesting set of observations you have there. You know, it's a reflection for me. Uh, this week I joined another board and, um, one of the things we discussed this week was the fact that we do need to have our first row to make sure we all know how to get on properly because it's like, 
if you're not trying hard enough or it's not important enough, you're never going to route, right? But when things get a little bit tough, there's going to be a clear difference of opinion. And sometimes those get quite heated, especially when you're emotional and passionate people, as a lot of us are in there, in this stuff, because you're putting a lot into it, right? But how you recover from that row and how you, when you say continue to invest in each other and stuff is huge. It's a huge part of the dynamic. A lot of, a lot of founder teams actually come from very diverse backgrounds together on an idea. They've never had a row or an investment in each other before they start that. It's a, it's a strange concept to then have that marriage with people you didn't know very well before, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I learned a lot from you guys when we, when we first met you, you know, in terms of uh, what was this market, me obviously not being your target demographic and stuff. And we did all that uh, time and motion stuff with the nails and the, you know, the professionals and learning all that stuff in your apartment and that. So when you began, you started to look at everything beauty and then you went down to nails only. And now you're kind of climbing back up again. What is the... How have you settled on the kind of market niche? Or are you just being broader and broader and broader? Well, we started with moms and and uh, women, but our target market is it can be in the future men, but it's working women. Okay, so it's it's broader right now, um, but it's working women. This is for working women. It's impossible to be like. We are, you know, girls are crazy. We are close and people are calling us. Please come to my place. I, I'm going to what, tell now? you. Now I'm during Corona? Right now, not right now during Corona. I'm going to give a really bad example. I know. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll assume this from the beginning. Last weekend, I decided to color my hair. You know, I'm blonde. I'm dark blonde, but I'm blonde. Uh <laughs> I worked for six years at L'Oreal and I failed the tone, okay? I, I used the tone in myself that would turn my hair green. I'm not joking. This is, this is true. And, I, and then I called a friend, a, a next colleague, a colleague that worked at L'Oreal at the time with me, and I said, Marina, I, I fucked up with this. I, I just wanted to cover a little bit of gray and I, fucked, I totally fucked up. She said, what was the number you put on your hair? And I said, seven. Again, you put 10. Between 10 and seven, there's a really huge gap. So you have a problem right now because your base goes green with that color. I had to call Sparkle to my place. <laughs> like two days, two days ago, a girl came to correct what, the mistake that I did. Because, like, and, and every woman is like, you're locked down. You can't be with friends. Your self-esteem is really low because you, you, cannot, you cannot do anything. You exercise, you eat, you take care of the... Ch- I don't have children, but you take care of children at home. You, you fight with, with whatever your spouse or husband or a boyfriend or whatever. Um, and you cannot take care of yourself. Well, you can do some routines, blah, blah, blah. But everyone, like people that have gray hair, people that want to do their nails, they're all down right now this has a huge huge impact in women uh, and their self-esteem you need to take care of, of your in your your inner self of course and your brain and your head but beauty has a lot to do with with taking care of our self-esteem it's, it's an external ritual that that helps your inner self so i had to call a sparkle girl like two days ago to my place it's so interesting to me. This is like uh, when, when you first introduced the concept to us and you were explaining the use cases. And the one that always sticks in my head is the idea of somebody um, getting a waxing or a treatment of some kind before they went to a meeting and getting it done in the car park, I think you said at the time, before yeah. going into the office. And I was kind of like, you know, I'm just like, I'm happy to wake up in the morning still having hair, right? It's a very, it's, this is a whole different <laughs> experience for me. But, you know, your market resonated very clearly with you. I, I remember when you when you launched through the Facebook group, you know, and you had the first bookings on the first evening and it was a, yeah, incredible journey. And, um, you know, for some of the startup people watching, you you also have taken part in a couple of um, programs and competitions as well, haven't you, including the Lisbon Challenge? Yeah, we participated in Lisbon Challenge. Then we entered in maze, but we quit it. Uh, we were we weren't we were struggling at the time and it was really tough. So we entered the program, but then we quit. 
Lisbon Challenge was a great experience for us because it made us, we came from corporate worlds. We were used to working a lot, like working 12 hours per, for me per day is normal. It, it's a normal thing. But uh, we didn't have this mindset of growth and startup and uh, bootstrapping, all the, all the doing things without spending money. I remember at the beginning, and you, you must have this, you were a great help for us at the beginning and, and always have been but mainly at the beginning when we wanted to invest in, in an app or a website and you keep on, you kept on saying, Mediana, Flip, stop, you have so many MVPs that you can use. And I remember that I was like, okay. You I, argued with yeah. me so much. You argued with yeah, me. It was argued, fantastic. See, we're emotional. We used to argue <laughs> with you. Like, I'm so ashamed right now. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, and then we just launched Facebook and it was, whoa, what happened? <laughs> what just happened yeah. here? And your cash flow was positive from the first day, right? Which is amazing. From the first day. We only invested the, the amount of money we had to invest the, that came from the revenue of, the, of those services. So <laughs> it's crazy. You know, people say, you know, female founders, first time female, first time founders, first time female founders going into programs like Lisbon Challenge, oh, you do okay. But, you know, you guys, you guys didn't just do okay. You came through and you got investment at the end. Uh, you know, you were in the top, what, top two, top one of uh, the Lisbon Challenge, that cohort, top one. Okay. So what's the secret to that? How, how did you not necessarily beat the other startups, but how did you rise through that program to do that kind of stuff? I'm going to tell you something that is con contradictory. Uh, I think it was because we had experience in the beauty market. This is obvious. But it was because we already have experience in working. Okay, so Flipa worked for 15 years in, or 14 years in the beauty and luxury segment as a brand manager. I worked, uh, I have been all around, but I worked also for six years in L'Oreal and this gave us an unfair advantage. It was, it was as if we've tried before and tried before and tried before and then we reached the, that sweet points and opportunity we had to grab. Um, we were certain, it, it came from insights that, that we saw in the market, like me as, as the, in the beauty industry, uh, by contacting every day with beauty professionals, I understood they were, I understood they were, they were needy for, uh, they were asking for something like this. And on the other hand, Flipa is a mother and she's married and she has a really tough, uh, she, 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 I don't know how she manage, manages her day um, because her husband works a lot as well. And she said, Mariana, if this opens, either if it's Sparkle or another company, I will use it every day. And at the beginning, we started asking a few group of friends, um, fools and friends, fools and fam family, I don't know. And we, we started asking and doing survey monkeys, um, asking them, like, would they use this? Uh, what would be the advantage? And it was all there. Like, it was all there. So it's that kind of understanding of the customer, understanding of the market that, that really took you through? I think it was this and my relationship with Flipa. Mm. My friendship with her. Yeah. I mean, we've mentioned a couple of times, you know, you're both married and, and obviously Flipa has uh, children at home as well. And for every business I've been in, my partner, spouse, Lisa at the moment, you know, it's always very challenging for the other side, right? Always very challenging for the partners. Uh, is it okay to ask questions about that side of things, or should we should we move past that into another question? You can ask, but there's a limit that I won't that I won't uh, because I've been through a really tough, three tough years. Um, Miguel went through a really tough thing in his life at the same time. I quitted. I quitted L'Oreal, and he just entered the like a Hollywood movie case that I, it was, it, it, it was really tough on us. I can tell you that at the beginning, um, it, it's really important to have someone, if you have family or if you have a husband that understands and supports you, 
it, it was, and I gave a lot of interviews, I think, to Portuguese newspapers where I could, ex where I explained this and I said that if it wasn't for him, I, I couldn't do it because he was always giving me, we're talking a bit about a really positive, we're talking a special forces guy, okay? He's a special forces guy. And I think if he, if he is a special forces guy and, and he, he's done a course in Portugal that's only like 90% of people just quit, you can imagine how strong mm -hmm. he is and how powerful he is in, in, in his head. Um, I've lost myself because it, 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 for me it, it, it wasn't uh, the startup experience destroyed my my marriage so not the startup but everything the ecosystem and everything we had uh, was destroyed so I wouldn't I wouldn't I don't want to go further on this okay. it's really recent and, and tough thing for me um, but it wasn't it wasn't easy but it wasn't only because of the startup like we can manage work we, we both worked a lot uh, he's he's, a, he's from the army he's a doctor he's a surgeon so we're talking about people that work a lot it's not that I used to work a lot at L'Oreal it's more than that it's um, and it's not only the startup thing it was I think mainly it was the thing he went through together with the struggle of the startup. And that's one of the reasons, not the only one. I've, I've, I gave it, uh, as you imagine, I, I've, I thought a lot about it, but it was one of the reasons that I, I needed to, to find a job by the end of last year. Um, oh, this is uh, it's amazing yeah. of you to share so much. Thank you. This is a proper founder story. Thank you. It's huge. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's, uh, people sometimes forget that stuff, you know, and, uh, or thinking, isn't it amazing? Look at what everybody's achieving. You don't, don't necessarily see how fast you have to move and all the things going on in the background to, to make it work. Mm -hmm. Incredible. So we've had a question come in in the, in while we've been chatting here from, uh, from Pedro, all the way from Alfajit. So not too far from where you are now. Uh, he asks, uh, which are the levers and constraints you see for expanding your business to other countries? I guess it's an early question, right? Maybe, maybe we need to have the Corona question first, which is how different is it right now for, for Sparkle? Well, we've changed our business model uh, during the, the lockdown. So we are selling products and, and we are offering virtual makeup sessions and etc. cetera. Um, but, it, but we believe after uh, the lockdown, we will gain a lot with it. We, we know that a lot of, of saloon, salons aren't surviving. Uh, they are struggling to, well, they were already struggling to survive. And after a lockdown, as this was, they will be in a lot of depths and now I'm revealing the secrets of Sparkle but um, as you asked me what was our main target as a customer but our main target as a, a, a beauty professional is someone that has experience that has tried to have a business because they need to have that kind of startup while also it's right. that, that's, yeah. but it didn't go okay so the, the best professionals we have are professionals that had a salon but failed. Okay. They know what it is to have a business and they have the responsibility to pay their bills uh, because they have debts and they are really experienced. And unfortunately, we're talking uh, about a bad thing, but it will work out fine for us because of that. This hey, if you're in America, this isn't a bad thing, right? You can't even raise money in America if you haven't screwed up at least one business before. Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible because it means you, you haven't tried hard enough. Yeah. So this is um, one of the things we think it will work okay, fine, or better for Sparkle. The, the second thing is people won't want... The, the second thing is people will be scared to go into a salon, a hair salon. And if you think about the virus and if you think about a hairdryer and what the hairdryer does with the air, in a hair salon, you totally get, you cannot enter uh, a hair salon. When we say that the, the, the virus stays several hours in the air floating, it depends mm -hmm. on, the, on the atmosphere and the, the air we're talking about. 
but um, in hair salons, it's really dense because you have a lot of um, artificial products that you use uh, as aerosols or sprays or something. So it's it's dangerous. Um, and I think people are scared to, to go into salon and be with other people at the same time. Or if not, at least being in a space that you are not sure is, is clean. So I've, people are reaching out. Um, we have a lot of new customers that want to pre-book for the uh, when 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 the government says we can we can stop uh, we we can come out from the the lockdown and we have been like giving ten percent discount to these clients that come and try to put them inside our um, our funnel and that's why our projections are really cool right now we are we have great uh, we have uh, good good projection about going abroad um, now is not the time we can all see that um, it will be difficult to, to move to other countries right now I think we still have a lot to grow in Portugal uh, we were supposed to enter in Spain by the end of this year beginning of January so let's see because we also have um we, we we raised money last year. We didn't receive the total amount. Investors have freezed their, their investments. So to go abroad, we also need further investments. And so right now, I think it's not the time. We will focus in narrowing down this kind of things that we have in testing, such as selling products, how could it work operationally, uh, together with services, if professionals will will bring the products to people's homes or not, or if we put it in our app, we have a lot to learn, and I think it's okay. We can survive. We have this concept um, that you have heard, of course, that is the the concept of unicorns versus cockroaches. Uh, <laughs> Like unicorns are so last season, cockroaches are tough, they are brave, they are resilient. Startups that put, I'm going to read just a, a little bit. They are resilient startups that put up successfully with, with ever-changing conditions of the business world. Usually founders have put their sweat, blood and excessive time into it. And the goal of cockroaches is continuous growth profit and long-term success it we may take longer but the future is firmer more secure and sustainable so i think sparkle is, is um, a pink cockroach a pink cockroach sparkle very good cockroach, and and that we will survive and i think investors right now are looking for these kind of startups and yeah, I'm a positive person, Stuart. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, th I think there's a huge place for cockroach startups, especially right now. And the reason they're called that, right, is because the cockroach is the only thing that will survive in a nuclear apocalypse, right? So, mm -hmm. so I think I, I think my my screen is telling me Sylvia's on. Are you are you here, Sylvia? Yes, but can you see me or not really? No, no just, just here, just here. Yeah, yeah. I do. I'm sorry. Hello. Um, it's it's. I don't know why it doesn't appear me. Um, doesn't. Hang on, we'll just drop you out, Sylvia. There's a huge amount of uh, repeat on that. I don't know if you had maybe two sessions running up at well, once. We bring you back in in a minute. So, Mariana, you're still there. You're yeah. okay. Yeah. Fantastic. So, uh, what, what's uh, what's next for for you, and what's next for Sparkle? Well, uh, next, I think we've tackled uh, slightly this this issue, but it is about growing, scaling, um, adjusting to this to this new phase, uh, selling products, trying to create um, a business model around products uh, together with services. And maybe in the next year, expansion into another country, but not this year anymore. Okay. Do you have any? Do you have any vision about when uh, the lockdown's going to finish and things are going to change? Are you planning well, to three months, six months, twelve months? Well, we've we've done like three PLs already, like <laughs> three projections of the future. Um, 
So for us, we are as we are optimistic, uh, and because we are we are optimistic, we think lockdown will be over by the second of May. Like the government told us, we could start. Uh, one thing is that Stuart, we weren't forbidden to to provide services. Okay, everything that could go on demand could continue in Portugal. In the home. Yeah, we, we, we were with two lawyers looking at the law and the thing that could be bad for us is that they said we, we needed to have a distance of uh, two meters from people. But then again, the law wasn't clear. Like we could provide services at home. The guy that, can, that comes and can, can the, like the, to, take, to, to solve problems with gas or with, tel with televisions or with phones can come in your house and can uh, provide these services because we, wouldn't, we, wa we weren't 100% in lockdown, okay? We're not like Spain or Italy or UK. We still can go out for a run and we had these services that we could, could, could ask at home. And for Sparkle, it wasn't clear for the lawyers that we had to stop. Either way, we thought it was a question of trust. We stopped because we have physical contact. And even if we inspire our, our services and protocols and what you do in a, a surgery room, like totally everything is disposable and totally sterilized, we decided we wanted to stop. And even some, like 90% of the professionals wanted to stop. Uh, it was a question of trust as well for Sparkle. Once again, the brand has grown um, with people in, in a way that they trust us. We enter people's home. Uh, we, all, we always had these, these um, sterilized kits and we always had this protocol where they had to wash their hands before they do the service. They had to hygiene the hands of the clients. So... It's not, it's not like it's everything new for us. Uh, but we decided to stop. And it was, it was a decision taken by us. Uh, we could continue. And we know, we know of some professionals that continue to receive people at their homes or the other way around. Um, so right now, we believe that in the 2nd of May, we will be able to start providing services. We have been training them with um, um, we have been training them with the, some doctors and, and nurses training the, our professionals to understand the importance of protecting themselves and protecting others. And we will be working on a lot of videos and how tos and to to make people understand how careful we are going to be. We are going to do like. At, we, we, we were already doing this uh, when COVID started, when, when the coronavirus outbreak um, happened. But we are doing it, now we are doing it much more. At, at the beginning of May, we are going to start calling people, every calling either clients and professionals before the services to make them tell us if they are like, it's, it's a questionnaire where you have to answer like doctors mm -hmm. do. Uh, to see if you're infected or not, and uh, to try to figure out if people are um, in quarantine, but they want to, to do a service. We don't want to put our professionals in danger, neither are their clients. We are, we are going to be really tough on that. Okay. No, it's an interesting line you, you have to tread, and I know how obsessive both of you are about the quality and about the focus on the customer and the protection of the professional. So this is a, this is a big ask. It's a big time. No, I, I don't know if Sylvia is able to join us with uh, reflections. Are you, are you there? Are you there yes. now, Sylvia? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you hear me? Yeah? Sylvia? Getting, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Getting sorry. a little bit of echo. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry for not uh, be able to put the, the screen on. Um, yes. You have any reflections or questions for Mariana? Uh, yes, I, I would like to know the universe of uh, people that you have uh, on your team. Uh, <laughs> how many people do you work with? How many people are um, rely on your on your company? Um, well, in-house team, uh, nine. Uh, people that rely on our company are 150. Because all of these freelancers, like 50 or 60% of what they earn, and there are some that 
90% or 100% comes from Sparkle. Wow, so it's a huge impact, the COVID now, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It so is. hopefully, so all of these people are being trained, like you said, by nurses and, and doctors? All of them. 150? All of these. And yeah. you managed to, do you have the, the investment already for that or um, how? We have, we, have, we have put our team in layoff, all of the team. And we, th that way we could, and we stopped investing in, in advertising. It's all organic. Like mm -hmm. we have a great thing that is a rela re building relationships either in our team or it's the culture we created around the brand Sparkle or the company Sparkle. We like, for me, culture is one of the most important things to invest. Uh, you need to work hard, but you need to play hard as well. Um, and what happened was our team told us they, they wanted to help us, either the in-house or the, the, the other team that is the freelancers. They just said, how can we help? Do you want us to do tutorials? Do you want us to try to sell products and help you sell products? We can like, arrange a way of doing this together. And what happened was we could not, we could save a lot of money. Like we saved 80% of our budget during, during this month. And we are going to save the same amount in the next month. And this just gave us a longer runway. And it made us um, be able to invest in other things, such as uh, having a doctor or a nurse giving training. We have been doing Monday, Tuesday, like every day of the week, we have a three hour session with the slots of, of professionals because we want 15 max in these in these trainings. Is this in-person training or is this video training? Or? No, it's video training. Uh, that's one of the other things we're testing. Mm -hmm. We always talked about giving training through, through video. Uh, because if we want to expand, it would be interesting to see if we could recruit and give training through video or virtually. And we have been recruiting virtually and training virtually as well. We didn't stop our recruitment. Like, uh, although people went on layoff, they voluntarily, and that's why I'm, I'm so keen in, in working on, on the culture of the company. Uh, they said, Mariana, I don't care. I'm on layoff. I'm in layoff. I don't, say, I don't know if you say in or on, whatever. Uh, but I want to help you. I want to help Sparkle. I, I love what I do. I love the brand. I love our team. Let's, let, let's do something. So they are voluntarily um, doing interviews to other professionals. It, it has been an amazing experience for me. Wonderful. I almost cried uh, twice when we had to have these meetings with professionals telling them that, uh, with professionals, no, but with our team telling them that we, ha we had to put them way off. I almost cried because the reactions. I've seen people being fired and I've fired people. This is not like firing someone and it's a totally different uh, ecosystem and environment and this never happened since since the 19th century. Um, so it was I, I I was moved and I I grew as a person and I almost cried several times while talking to them. Amazing. Thank you. Thank so, you. Do you have any last reflection? Um, yeah, I actually, um, I can, I can find your, your website and everything, but if you want to share there, I can copy and, and share with some friends because I'm sure they are looking for, <laughs> they, they, I'm sure in, 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 in special, do you operate in Lisbon or around the country? Uh, around the country. Yes. Like the main cities, we have all the services like Lisbon, Porto, Alga, uh, Lisbon, Porto and Braga. But then like for nails and all the services. But then if you want to do hair, makeup, um, bridal services, we are all over the country. That's very interesting uh, how your business um, is running now or it's been running because even you didn't know that this could happen, the COVID-19. Actually, it's, it's fitting very well in the in this new way of of working, isn't it? So it is. 
So um, I, I, I wish you all the best and, and we definitely need uh, a business like that nowadays. So uh, all the luck. And if you can share the link here on, on the, um, on the, the, the shop. PP, right? Yeah. I, I can share with uh, with my friends because I think they are looking for it. <laughs> um, so if you see extra orders from Ladia over the next couple of weeks, then you know who it was, okay? <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing. This is a new opportunity of business, so this can give you ideas as well how we can um, yeah. think about opportunities for the new future. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Sylvia. Thank you. Hey, we've got a Pedro here as well. We have a few Pedros in our tribe. We've got a special Pedro joining us now. So, Pedro, what's your reflections or questions for Mariana? Hi. Uh, first of all, uh, congratulations. Um, I find your business amazing. And uh, what makes it more amazing for me, it's that it seems like you are a very uh, people-centric founder with a very people-centric business. And uh, I find it uh, incredible. Uh, just a small tip, would you consider like creating a referral link for your community to share and help you uh, on this pre-sale with a 10% discount? Okay, just a tip for, for the future. You. You, yeah. you give one to Sylvia and she will, it, 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 it helps <laughs> speed up the movement. And yeah. that, that goes to my reflection, which is um, based on your description, I see that COVID actually made you rethink a few things obviously and uh, this can create uh, uh, eventually new revenue streams in the end and I think most important is the ability to increase the bond between you and your team and your customers okay and uh, I, I see you are very pretty much focused both on your employee which commerce experience and your customer experience which I find great uh, would it make sense to uh, keep exploring this past COVID? I know it's talking about future, it's the worst thing to do now. But since you are so focused on your team, your customers, your community, and, and uh, this revenue stream, that in the end you could like uh, actually own the relationship between your customers and beauty and self-esteem and care and stuff like that. And this could end up adding a lot of new revenue streams or opportunities for you. How do you see this? Well, um, so the longest question ever, Pedro. Right? <laughs> <laughs> sorry? So the longest question ever. Well, <laughs> <I'm> so sorry. <laughs> as, as an uh, advisor, I have a former general manager of L'Oreal. He's called Javier Valle. And he's Spanish and he is in, in Spain, struggling a lot uh, right now. Uh, and he, like three weeks ago, we were talking uh, and he was saying, Mariana, that you need to be the closest ever to your community. I know you are, you, you are obsessed with this, but you need to go further. If you want my money, I will give you my money for you to just get close to people right now. Offer services. Offer them services. Say that when you they return, like one month after COVID, you will offer them services and I'll pay for that. Um, and I said, Javier, okay, we are all we are already offering something really important. That is, we had 20 in, in value. The rights have a huge um, peso, I'm liking the word, uh, on our business. And right now there are we can we have three hundred brides for this year and we have around one hundred cancelling their weddings. Okay. And they were crying, literally crying. And we offered them what we did was we did a contest with one of the biggest Portuguese influencers, Pipoca Maizos, and we offered these brides their dress, the photo session and the services for their wedding when they want to book again or, or uh, reserve again the dates. We were already off. We, we did a lot of um, things to, to try to maintain people with us and, and, and to give them, I don't know, to be close to them and to make sure that we are more than just uh, a service provider or someone that connects uh, beauty professionals to clients. So this has been always, this has been since the beginning um, an obsession for me and Flipa to create a brand that has such a love, that becomes a love brand. And 
we did this. It, like this was the moment where communities, such as we were talk, we are talking about the major top influencers in Portugal, and I can tell you that. Uh, there are things that I cannot touch because I'm working. I'm currently working for Sparkle and for uh, one of the biggest retailers in Portugal. But I can tell you that the relationships we built were so strong that they were asking us to help us, like the, the biggest in Portugal. I didn't have to do anything. They just called us and they said, let's do a live, a makeup live. I will do it. I will call people to be together with Sparkle at this in, in this moment. Like people kept influencers and actresses kept on asking us to help us. It was, it's crazy. So in a way, we were doing what Javier was telling us. I don't think it's it, we need to offer services for a month. I think we can. We did a lot yet already. Um, But we, we did a lot of effort to try. I don't know if I'm answering your question, but our mindset is focused in putting a lot of effort in creating and maintaining this relationship between all our community. I don't know if it's clients, professionals, or, or, but I don't know if I answered your question. Your question. It was so long that I think I lost myself. Also, <laughs> it's considered answered. My okay. friends. Pedro, you, you've attended a lot of our Founder Friday interviews. I wonder if you have any reflections for Maria, Mariana on uh, what she said so far today. Well, I, actually, uh, I, I find you, um, what, what I, I find different the way you position yourself as a pink cockroach, which is great. Uh, congratulations. It's, it's a very interesting way to put it. Second, um, the human factor may, makes you different from other, other, other startups, but I think it comes from the nature of the business and, uh, and, and uh, of course, the nature of the founders. And I, I find you have a very interesting relationship with your founder. It's like a very straight bonds. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's unique it's, and it's important for, for a startup to have a strong team and a strong alignment between, between, um, between the founders. And finally, uh, I think you, you're doing pretty much everything that could be done and it's incredible because uh, great ideas are now being like changed by the guys that still own money and want to do something and want to uh, actually pick a ride from some some for companies that are doing the right things so find that uh, that uh, those invitations as a compliment and uh, and um, I would say like um, an, an incentive to move forward and uh, to, to keep doing what you do because it's, it's it's amazing and I think you will actually explode as long as you keep uh, doing the right things uh, with help with, uh, with people like Stu which is a great help I, I know it for, for, from experience and uh, Well, I think at the stage you are reacting quite towards Darwinism. You are you are being quite adaptive, and uh, in the end, you can end up really better than you started, despite this huge uh, pandemic situation we are facing today. And that's what I would say. You see, your community—it's got—it's got some needs for some mail services now too, right? You got some raving fans over here already. Yeah, yeah like people are. <laughs> I have some friends that have been asking me, "Shall I shave my hair or not? How do you think that I will look with my hair shaved?" Uh, And do the referral thingy. Trust me, it will make uh, it will help you. <laughs> Okay, just click a, just click on the referral link and you distribute through your community, and they will feel excited because it's one of the drivers uh, on, on people motivation. It's the access, it's uniqueness, and uh, by doing that, you make them feel special part of the community. Don't do it as I'm helping, I'm generating a, a promo code. Do it like I love you, uh, the relationship we have. You are special to me. I want to offer your friends that you find uh, suitable to the opportunity to have this access to the same to the same um, privilege, and uh, because uh, I like relationship we have, I want to offer you this opportunity to offer your friends. I would go this way in terms of communication, and uh, people like St like Sylvia, I'm sure, uh, will be more than happy, and I'll do it to my friends also. Okay, Thank you very and, uh, much. it's just a tip. Thank you for your kind words. I don't know if you realize how important it is to hear uh, those words. Um, as a female founder, I've I've struggled a lot with because this business is uh, is for women, and m most of the investors, although they are rational, they don't understand the business. Um, I don't, they don't see like it was difficult for us to find the right investors, and we struggled a lot because it's difficult for one to understand the business. 
but it's huge. Beauty is one of the biggest markets in the world after travel and fashion. So, yeah. And there won't be much travel for a while. So I think uh, beauty goes up another notch, right? Yeah. Thank you, Pedro. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for your words. Pleasure. So, Tiana, what, what, is, what is your viewpoint on all this? Thank you for being here today. Hi. Hi, guys. I, I, um, I apologize. I was super late. Uh, I just wanted to say that I remember Mariana from one of the demo nights in Lisbon, like, like live, on site, in, in, in real life. And I'm happy to see that the business uh, kept on growing. Uh, so since I was super late, I don't know what you guys already covered. I was definitely interested in hearing how the current situation affected the, uh, the business and uh, if maybe you're thinking about uh, adding some new services that could be done at home that uh, can, can be useful at these times in addition to the services that are already uh, on the platform. Yes. I already mentioned this, sorry. I I, know. Well, part of it, yes, but about the new services, no. So we, we, what happened was we started selling products. This is something that we had on our top of mind, but not for now. We had a plan to scale until uh, a certain amount of, of number of clients, and then we would start selling products. Because also of the team, they didn't have enough team to, to do all of this. Like selling products uh, takes a lot of effort and operational um, investment that we didn't have. Um, and so, but now we, as we stopped selling services, we tried we tested to sell products and we are learning a lot on that. Um, about new services or about, hi, about launching services, we are going to launch Air Cooler at home. You're going to launch what at home? Uh, sorry, thank you so much for uh, letting me jump in. Nice to, nice to meet you and uh, really pleased to, to see you go live today. Um, I'm sorry, I was I was stuck on a call, so I couldn't. I'm going to have to catch up on the recording. Um, but please tell me uh, what was the last thing that you said. I was super interested to hear. Uh, well, was here, I, was yeah. just, <laughs> I was just finishing to answer a question. Uh, yes, I was, heard. Mm -hmm. I was saying that we will launch hair color at yeah, home. Yeah, but no service. Hair colors. Yeah, oh, okay. uh, we will start doing hair color at home to people. Awesome, awesome. Actually, on that, um, uh, and because we're all really rooting for your success, I know your business from Stu, uh, and uh, you know he, he very early on told me about uh, how great a job you were doing by using Facebook Messenger, for example, uh, very cleverly. Uh, and I am a I'm a subscriber to your. Uh, I've, I've purchased your services. I get your Facebook messages, etc. Um, recently, um, from my Portland, Oregon community in the US, um, I saw uh, my hairdresser over there um, starting to do some coloring um, sort of tutorials. Uh -huh. uh, and and in fact, uh, I think you know, really, uh, I, I I was asking my hairdressers to do. I was like, you should, you guys should do podcasts or tutorials because uh, you know. I, everyone's going to need to cut their hair and some basics like, you know, cutting your own fringe or something just to kind of keep that engagement going yeah. uh, or something, or like you say, selling these extra products to help that. Uh, I don't know if you've already, if you're already doing that, but uh, that's something that would be, that would be cool. Well, we started looking at Google trends and we understood that people were struggling with taking their nail polish off the long lasting ones, you know, the ones that you okay. cannot mm -hmm. usually to your nail artist to take them off and mm -hmm. we started by creating a kit a survival kit they're called survival kits where you have all the materials mm -hmm. and tutorial a video tutorial that we send uh, to uh, to teach you how to take your long-lasting nail polish off uh, okay. this cool. was first then we understood in google trends as well that people were concerned with health and and with fitness and because they are confined to their homes and they cannot move around or go and do a lot of gym or go to the gym, people started being like, you see a lot of shopping and food and how to be healthy at home or not. People, people saying in, in Instagram, they will, they, they won't come out of their door when, because they're so fat after the, the lockdown. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we understood mm -hmm. what, 
body was one of the categories that was interesting for us as well. So we launched um, a kit with the products that help you slim, get slimmer or to do a massage to yourself with the, uh, some, some gadgets that will help you. So mm-hmm. we learned on, on a lot of um, trends and what people were looking for. And we started launching um, the beauty box. It's kind of a beauty box that you already have all around the world. But instead of mm-hmm. like survival kits with um, instruments to help you go through this phase. Uh, regarding right, right. regarding the tutorials, we only did about the regarding bras. Mm-hmm. And we didn't do hair color or haircuts uh, because haircuts, well, we have that service. We didn't remember to do that. We should have. It's true. But regarding hair color, we didn't do it uh, because we didn't launch the, the service yet. Okay. Baba, do you Ooh. have any reflections yeah. on, on Mariana and some of the things she shared today? Um, uh, like like Diana, uh, hi, by the way, um, uh, to everyone. Uh, I'm Prabha and, <laughs> and um, have participated before. Um, uh, I, I'm afraid of asking um, questions that uh, recover original ground, but I was super interested um, to hear how you guys were doing in this, in this stage and how you're, you're pivoting. Um, any, um, what, what were the themes? Can you give us some, uh, uh, can you throw some balls in the air, Stu? Uh, well, we, we've covered a lot of ground today, a lot of ground today yeah. from founder stories to uh, teammate and founder relationships through to the COVID stuff and uh, and what's going to happen next. But yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be good to get some feedback from you after you've watched uh, the early segments. Um, we'll do. From the vid, yeah. yeah. But thanks mm-hmm. for being here today, Papa. All the way from Aveiro. You see, we've got the whole of Portugal represented, even a little yeah. bit of Brazil over yeah. here from Portugal. Yeah. is in Aveiro. Yeah. Our headquarters is in Aveiro. Is it really? really? I did not know that. Yeah. yeah it's all happening in Aveiro. I keep telling you, Stu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're doing some demo nights in Aveiro, so you might well, get another yeah. call. You should. You, you need to well, go I would. Headquarters. It's in, uh, it's in um, Aveiro University. It's incredible. I would move there. Right. <laughs> well, come and say hi as soon as, the, as soon as we're back to a little bit of normal um, and would love to check it out with you. I go there several times. We have team there. We have a lot of team there. Ah, fantastic. Fantastic. You got to let me know when you're next up. And we'll we'll do a a demo night for you, Stu. (laughs) (laughs) We'll organize it. See you later. Thanks for being here, Tisha. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, Tiana, I guess last reflection from you, and then I've got to call time on, on something. So, Mariana, at the end, I'm going to ask you for your piece of advice for any first-time founder, but let's just get a reflection from Tiana. Anything to add? Yeah, unfortunately, I only joined at the end, so it's difficult to reflect since I was not here to listen, unfortunately, to the whole story. But, uh, yeah, in general, my, uh, my impression is that this is one of the businesses that has a great chance of succeeding under the circumstances and I'm happy to hear to hear that and uh, keep on following. And if there is anything we can do to help, uh, we are here. Thanks, yeah. Tiana. Thank you very much. I'll share Thanks. the code with you for you to use as well. And if you could help me share the discount code, it's perfect. I'm not in Lisbon. I'm on the other continent. But thank you anyway. I don't think I will be able to use this you right now. Friends, you <laughs> but thank you anyway. You get a, you get a free trip to the Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Tiana. See you later. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thanks. So, Mariana, our time together today has come to an end. Thank you so much for all the sharing that you've done. And uh, I'm, I'm in great admiration and got a huge amount of respect for what you guys have achieved and for both you and Felipe as individuals on that journey as well. So thank you for sharing the insights to that with everybody else today as well. So what, what I'd like to finish with is, you know, your advice. If somebody's watching this and they're a, a first-time founder thinking, I'm going to go and be an idiot, I'm going to go and start my own company and, uh, and give it a go, What's your Mariana advice to them? Well, two advices. Uh, as my oh no, I'm sorry. I need to open the door. Okay. I'm sorry, Stuart. I really need. So And so now we pause. Oh.
And thank you, everybody, for, for tuning in to everything today. And I hope you'll uh, share the link when we post it a bit later and uh, get Mariana's story far and wide. We've had some really good feedback on these uh, Founder Friday interviews, and so glad that we're keeping them going. Um, had some amazing founders on the list so far, and we've kept all of those for uh, access onto Crowdcast so people can um, can access all of those all the way back to, I think, uh, Sanjo from um, Talview was the first one that we did. Hang on, I'll just put Mariana back on, uh, sound back on. All right, I muted you while you were answering the door, so no problem. Um, yeah, so what- our masks with the, our logo. We are going to launch the masks for people with our logo, and they just arrived. Ah, fantastic. All right. Ah. So, so close us out, Mariana. What's the advice? The two advices so, you said you were going to give. Uh, really quick. Uh, the most important advice uh, I, would, I, would, I would say it is to create a good culture in your startup and with your team. Uh, the culture you create plays the key role uh, if you are successful or not. Either if it is with your founder or with your team. I think it's really important to stop and, and, and for that, that you need to keep yourself healthy as well. Uh, so these are the two pieces of advices. You will. This is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And you need to take time for yourself to make sure you are there for your founders or your team. And you need to set the tone. Obrigado, boa tarde. You need to set the tone. Um, and, that, and, and, and the founder has to be the example. So you need to switch off. Uh, when you know you, you need to rest, you need to make your t- team switch off when you know you need to do it. It's kind of being paying attention as if you were in a relationship. Um, that's my piece of advice. Fantastic. Well, thank you again, Mariana. Really appreciate you being here. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Bon fin de semana. Have a great weekend. Bon fin de semana, Stuart. Thank you for listening to the Founder Friday podcast series. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. If you'd like to recommend an entrepreneur or innovator for a future edition, please go to our website, www.canopy.community, and tell us all about them. This series is made possible by the kindness of the members of Hashtag Tribe, along with support from our sponsors, Damia Recruitment, Core Angels Investment, and Ideas Spaces and Coworking. Obrigadíssimo todos!